When a team member resigns, how are you supposed to know if it was your fault or if there was anything you could do differently? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today we're tackling what can feel like a very sensitive topic. How do you manage it and how do you respond when a team member resigns? Now, I remember my agency days pretty clearly and working in corporate, it was largely and widely understood that sometimes people leave their jobs. People decide to move on, make a change. They want new things. They go searching for a new goal. They have new aspirations. And it largely feels like part of regular everyday life in the workplace. People come, people go. As a manager, I worked really hard to maintain longevity on my staff. I worked really hard to offer sort of superior your training and support for my team members so that I could work with them and I could have consistency in my program for as long as possible. But the idea that people will work for you for one or two years and then want a change or something new or to go to grad school was par for the course. It came with the territory. A lot of times it's just part of what management is about is how you manage the staff coming in, how you manage the staff going out and making you know informed decisions based on your team development and where you all where you were all at together and how you're working together as a team it's a little different and it feels a little different in the online business space. And I think the reason for this is because a lot of online business owners, when they started their business, they didn't even ever imagine having a staff. They thought they were going to be solopreneurs, that they were going to put, you know, their, their goal and their dreams and their passions out to the universe. People would respond and they'd offer a product or offer a service to solve a pain point. And the idea that at some some point in time, the workload would magnify to a point where they needed somebody in addition to them helping them almost felt foreign. So a lot of times people aren't used to the idea of becoming a boss of somebody else, of becoming a manager or a supervisor of anyone other than themselves. And that initial sort of upstart of having a new hire, training a new hire, onboarding a new hire, it can be really intimidating intimidating and daunting and confusing, I think, when you've never done it before. And it takes a while for new business owners to find their way with it, to decide as a manager who they are and how they move through the world. And when they work with a team member for a while, you they build relationships, they get close, they get used to, you know, one another's um, strengths and one another's weaknesses, and you really become part of a gel team. And that experience is common in agency work and corporate life and in the online business space. When you work with someone for a while, you get close, you feel connected, and it can feel jarring and disruptive when seemingly out of nowhere, a team member changes their mind about wanting to work with you and wanting to work on your team. 
I think the corporate life has a lot of systems and strategies and playbooks for how to manage this. I know that as a manager, there were a lot of like automatic things I did anytime I received a resignation, anytime somebody said they were looking for a new job opportunity or wanted a new role in the company. There was kind of this formulaic way of moving through that process. I don't think the online business industry has particularly caught up to how to manage this. So as a result, when a team member decides that they want to move on from your business, it can feel entirely personal. It can feel like it's all about you. That's where today's listener finds themselves. And I have a question and I will be reading it and then I'll find you all on the other side. Heather, for the past two years, I have built and grown my business. I've always been willing to hire and contract with people for tasks that they could do better than I could. I've had a project manager working with me as a full-time employee for close to a year now. She has handed in her resignation and Heather, I'm devastated. I feel like I have somehow failed. I didn't see it coming. Her reasons for leaving come down to wanting to try something new. I feel responsible. I'm wondering what I could have done differently. I'm wondering if I was a better boss, if she would have wanted to stay longer. I'm also dreading the hiring process for someone new, and I'm not sure how to get myself clear and focused as this is a really important task. What do you think? Okay, so as I was saying at the start of the show, it's so easy when it's just your name on the business for this to feel entirely personal, for a team resignation to come, a team member's resignation to come in and for you to feel like it was about you, something you didn't say, something you didn't do, a challenge you offered, a challenge you shouldn't have offered, and you can start going down that rabbit hole of second guessing. Now, what you currently know is your team member wanted something new. How you came to find that out, the, the strength of that conversation and the strength of that communication, I'm not entirely sure. You didn't give me a lot of information about how the resignation was delivered delivered, how you received it. It seems like since receiving it, you've kind of been doing the sitting and spinning thing and thinking it's all about you. So the first thing that I want you to do is stop the sitting and spinning. And I think you did a really good job of that simply by reaching out to me and asking me for my two cents. So um, good on you for doing that. But now what I need you to do is take a moment to stop and take a breath for a second. Um, this is going to involve a conversation with your team member, but that's not where we're going to start. The first thing I want you to do is have a conversation with yourself. You tell me that it came out of nowhere. You were really surprised by this. So I just want you to spend some time thinking about the past three months, the past quarter or so with this team member. Did you feel like the business had shifted or changed? Did you feel like your team member's job description had shifted or changed? Had your own availability or response to your team member shifted or changed? I want you, before you get reactive, before you start going, was it this? Was it that? Could it have been this? Could it have been that? I want you to just kind of stop and think and do a quick assessment. Because a lot of times in my own corporate life, when I felt like a resignation came out of nowhere, if I just stopped and took a beat, I could say, 
oh, this happened as a result of a time in the program when things were particularly hot and chronically stressful. Or, oh, this team member has worked really hard to earn a series of promotions and makes sense that she wants to go to grad school right now so she can further her own career and improve her own bottom line. That oftentimes, if I just took a step back from the resignation, took a step back from that personal feeling of, oh my God, this means I have to hire someone or, oh my gosh, I thought this person was going to be with me forever. I could get the business sense, the manager sense of why this had happened. And what I would like you to do is just do a gut check for yourself on that first. See in your own experience with your own sort of perspective on it, do you come up with any answers? And then I want you to think about the quality of the conversation you had when the resignation was delivered. And I'm hoping it was an actual conversation. I do think a lot of people these days just rely on sending it as an email and they try to skip the hard conversation. But hopefully you and your team member had a conversation and you were able to really hear what your team members' new goals were and what they were seeking. And I'm hoping too that you had a conversation about any ways that like your business and your, your team could support those goals so that the person didn't have to leave their job in order to try something new. Because one of the things I've experienced is a lot of people create limiting stories about what's capable, what they're capable of in any, you know, sort of work place or what's possible for them in the workforce. So they say, oh, I could never do this here. I've always wanted to do public speaking, but this agency doesn't support that. Or I've always wanted my side business and my agency is never going to have my back with that. So sometimes it's a little bit about unpacking what the story is behind the resignation and being curious. And the best way you can do that is by going back to the team member to say, hey, listen, you are a valued member of this team. I accept your resignation. I understand that it's time for you to move on, but what I'm a little lacking a little understanding in is how did we get here? How did, you know, we go from you being a seemingly happy employee to resignation? Because I'm looking for insight and understanding how I can avoid a turnover like this in the future, but also too how I can understand you better and what I can learn from this experience. I think resignations are really awkward and uncomfortable on both sides of the fence so that it's, you know, people don't always say what they think and mean what they say. So there's, it just opens the door to a lot of misunderstandings. Usually people are giving, anytime somebody quit with me, it was either like, I just wanted to let you know that it's been really great and I've really enjoyed working with you, but da, 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 and it's like this like rapid fire reason I need to leave and this is my two weeks notice. And it's always like super fast or usually in the social work space, maybe attached to some drama and crying and tears. So sometimes it's really important to slow the conversation down and say to the person, hey, how'd we get here? What have you been thinking? What are your goals? And is there a way that I could have helped you reach that? Is there something I could have done differently? And then your job and your challenge is that if the person's responding and saying like, no, it's not you. I've enjoyed your company. I've enjoyed this job. I'm just ready for something else. You need to challenge yourself 
to believe that person, to challenge yourself to say, you know what, a project manager who's as capable as this person who can juggle this many tasks probably knows herself and she's probably capable of letting me know where, you know, she stands in things. And if she's not telling me that she's unhappy, there's nothing I can do about it. I have to trust the answer and I have to trust the response. But then what you can do is in that kind of, you know, parting conversation, use any insight that you get, anything that like sort of highlights for you a hole in your own team building process, a hole in the role your teams play in your business to feel better and differently as you, you know, do the application search for someone new. And the first thing that I would think about is the fact that when you first hired somebody, my guess is you weren't particularly particular. I think a lot of times when people hire their first person, they don't always know what they need. They just know they need another pair of hands on deck. But now you have this opportunity to see what are the skill sets that your team member brought to the table that are really valuable, really important, and need to continue with the next new hire. Then you get to also, in all honesty, assess that position's weaknesses. What could have been more helpful if it had gotten done differently? Where could your have time where could your time have been more freed up if things had been run in a more structured organized way where are the opportunities for a new person to come in and help the business grow in a bigger better way. I want you to be curious and I want you to do that assessment as a boss. That way you can know before you're going into the interview process what the new job description is based on what you've learned. This is an opportunity for reevaluation. And I think a lot of bosses do themselves a disservice by not taking this step, that they're such a, in such a rush to just fill the position that they don't actually take the time to figure out what do they need that position to be now? What actually will serve the company the most? Because this resignation is an opportunity to reevaluate the position, reevaluate the job description and the job expectations. Then you can decide and review for yourself any longevity practices you have, how you're going to work on morale, any initiatives you're going to put in to secure that your team stays with you for a good long while. The best way I know for you to motivate yourself through this is to see it as an opportunity to make your company bigger and better. And I hear really clearly in your letter that you feel a little like the wind has been knocked out of you. You Maybe you're doubting yourself as a boss and as a leader. It certainly sounds like that. So just because you didn't see a resignation company coming your way doesn't mean that there's other areas in your business where you're somehow failing. And if you get feedback from your employee on how you could have been a better boss, I would take that in with the utmost of gratitude because not a lot of people are capable of having those conversations. But if she felt like your communicate her communication with you was off, if she felt like you were slow to get back to her, if she felt disempowered, like whatever her experience is with you, it'll feel bad initially to hear because you did try so hard, but it's really good feedback for how you can help another staff member 
become more successful. I understand that it feels really personal, but if you can just recognize that accepting team resignations is part of a nature of the beast, it comes with the course, like people just are going to decide for themselves that it's time to move on. You then get to decide who you're going to be and how you're going to move through the world in response to all of that. So you can approach this whole situation with curiosity so that you can look at the situation, see where the lessons are, see what feedback you need to take in, and then see what your team needs to be bigger, bolder, and stronger. I know it feels really personal. It's probably your name on your business brand. And as a result, it's just going to hit a little bit harder. It does come with the territory of being a boss. It doesn't mean you're a bad boss, but it might mean you have something to learn. And the only way you're going to figure that out is to ask yourself some of the hard questions and to do an analysis for yourself. Thank you so much for reaching out to me with this question today, getting outside your head and asking me for my two cents. I really do think the best pod comes from the best questions. So thank you for trusting me with this. And I invite anybody else who's struggling with a decision, with a confusing thought or feeling, who can't get out of their own way to take this listener's lead and follow up with a question of your own. You can find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thank you so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.